Angela once said, if you're always trying to be normal, you will never know how amazing you can be. Hello everyone and welcome to Nerdy Optometrist, a podcast channel for all things optometry. This is your host, Ukti Vora. Our guest for today is an entrepreneur with a working background in a reputed media and a brand consultancy firm before venturing into self-promoted ventures that span from a retail branding agency to holograms, manufacturing, pharmaceuticals, packaging, printing, cafes, and a few more diversity. Currently, he is also an accidental editor of Optician India magazine, a curator of a major exhibition in India called the International Optics Fair. His name is Mr. Madhur Gupta, and it's a pleasure to have him on this special episode focusing on the media and the changes in the eye care industry. Thank you so much, Mr. Gupta, for being part of this podcast and a warm welcome. Thank you, Upti. Thank you for having me here. So I really like how you had written in your introduction of you being an accidental editor, and there is an amazing journey and a story behind it. So let's directly dive into how did you end up being in the eye care or the optometry field? Yeah, I started off uh, with my own venture in the retail branding space in 2007 Mm -hmm. and uh, started working with a brand called Johnson & Johnson for their branding requirements. Mm -hmm. So started off with a major conference in Amritsar, I remember still. And uh, there uh, I was introduced to the field of optometry. Therein, uh, you know, made a few connections and started off, uh, you know, curating this exhibition since uh, 2016. And uh, post that, uh, there were a lot of uh, interactions with a lot of people in the industry. And there was a gentleman called Dr. Subhash Pansal. Who owns the magazine? Right, and he was of the view that you know I should be running this magazine, but there were uh, lots and lots of preoccupations. And since COVID, uh, <laughs> we got a lot of time to start off with something. Right. Uh, however, you know, uh, still I did not uh, venture into this uh, magazine space because of the simple reason that you know I was not sure whether we will be able to pull it off. Uh, we did a uh, small webinar with a few industry leaders in uh, the month of April and early May. Mm-hmm. And uh, surprisingly, what we found out was that, you know, 5,000 odd uh, optometrists and opticians were watching it live. Wow. And the kind of response that we got was immense and, uh, you know, phenomenal. This is that, you know, uh, you know, the confidence of running this show, I I got that confidence that we could be able to pull it off properly. So in uh, we started off with the first digital edition, right? In the month of uh, July, uh, for the April Mm -hmm. June quarter. And that magazine turned out to be a, you know, game changer for the media space in India, especially considering that about 38,000 odd opticians and optometrists read it for an average read time of over around 16 to 17 minutes. So uh, I guess it's a kind of a record of sorts. And uh, even today, as we are talking and uh, we are at the cusp of launching our uh, luxury supplement, you know, our magazine is a two part edition. Basically, the first part is the main magazine, which gets printed as well. Right. And the second part is the luxury supplement. Mm-hmm. So these two spaces that we have entered into has helped us a lot in terms of uh, generating, developing and uh, establishing a connect with the uh, industry, wherein, you know, we found that there was a lack of 
complete mm-hmm. complete content as in uh, even uh, the earlier mm-hmm. version of uh, the magazine the optician india was was basically a mouthpiece for an exhibition that we used to do it right so now uh, developing the content has uh, helped uh, build that connect right and make it more relevant for the reader yeah i feel you should continue attending every conference because we also connected <laughs> during the ivi international virtual conference so i feel you attending conferences they are definitely helping the industry so <laughs> ivi is a kind of an initiative that uh, i felt was very close to my heart absolutely and when when we uh, had a chat with uh, mr vinod daniel and uh, mr shekhar so both of these guys had a you know enthusiasm which was way above ours actually right and uh, i felt that uh, be, and, and you know surprisingly you know with just the first edition out of the digital space we 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 were the official uh, you know media partners for them right absolutely absolutely i think uh, they the kind of passion the entire ivr team works with is phenomenal and i couldn't have agreed how uh, how amazing they did pull together this entire virtual conference it was amazing 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 yes right now coming back to you know how you mentioned uh, that you have seen the media change like you all actually set records on the number of views and the number of uh, people reading this Uh, your magazine can you tell me how do you see the media changing in the current scenario pre to post covid or during covid see the changes have been happening over a period of time mm-hmm. post covid uh, there is an accentuation to the same uh, need which has been uh, there in the uh, you know requirements of the readers basically right what i feel is that you know since the advent of technology there is a lot of uh, possibilities which have started up coming up in the sense that uh, rich media can be accessed uh, more freely and uh, you know basically accessing a magazine offline without right. the need of uh, having a physical copy in hand mm-hmm. and that to having the same person talking instead of uh, giving an interview in written right right so having a person in front of you talking to you directly is right. a possibility which was ignored earlier absolutely now when a brand also talks to an audience directly rather than through a medium mm-hmm. now that is what i feel has uh, connected with the audience as well as the brands both ways right absolutely i wouldn't have seen or read your your magazine had it not have the digital version of it so <laughs> i have to agree that you know how much i was able to you know stay updated with what is happening in the industry just because there is a digital version of a magazine though i do miss the physical copy and the feel of the paper but this definitely we need to evolve with time and i think this has been a a very very positive change in the entire media you know surprisingly to uh, this aspect you know uh, sitting in us i have uh, uh, got few people like you know david rips right also who has been reading the magazine and he has been reviewing it as well and he uh, sent me message directly that you know even this kind of a magazine is not available in the us so so reviews have been pouring in from all quarters wherein you know if 
it would have had been a physical magazine i i uh, you know don't think it would have had uh, stepped out of the boundaries of india oh absolutely absolutely the technology definitely has a huge scope of outreach and expanding the scope of you know how many lives you can touch and contribute towards the industry absolutely that that's a phenomenal story that you shared now talking about like again media uh, while we're on the topic media has suddenly become uh, n- not the mainstream media but through social media and people are creating content all around do you feel that is actually helping people understand or adapt to this di- digital version of the magazine yeah i would say that you know maybe uh, india being a country where there is a lot of uh, you know penetration of social media and uh, mobile phones now mm-hmm. with this uh, mobile revolution started off by jio wherein you know almost all sections of society have a phone right. and uh, that too with an internet uh, on it right so that has helped a lot i guess Yes. I have to say about the internet it is sometimes much better than what we have in the United States so <laughs> yeah, in India surprisingly you know I found uh, to my surprise that you know there were a few people whom I was least expecting to have uh, a mobile phone uh-huh. who were using it you know uh, here in India you have housemaids you know and you right. have people who, who deliver uh, vegetables to your house or something so these people are using internet enabled services right and everybody is on whatsapp <laughs> <laughs> now can you share uh, i i do know that you know you did highlighted some of the success success stories but i'm pretty sure you would have a lot more to share when we're talking about adoption of these new media platform and technologies within the industry uh, within the industry i find uh, you know the opticians especially as well as a few optometrists are not uh, in india especially are not very aware of what is happening around right. in terms of you know they are uh, i i would not blame the uh, opto- opticians or the optometrists since that you know the government has been uh, formulating a lot of policies since it's uh, you know uh, coming into power the government has been constantly on the roll with newer initiatives every year or two mm-hmm. now the opticians and optometrists are mired in the changes you know the level of uh, you know uh, needs that they are uh, you know the regulatory requirements have changed the environment has changed the, you know, there is a constant uh, change in uh, their practices due to covid again you know and now considering all these aspects i would not blame them for not being updated of what is happening right however in technology as uh, we were discussing earlier as well you know there are a lot of new advancements in telemedicine then there are uh, new advancements in ar uh, ai and uh, vr technologies which which the normal retailer or the normal opticians or the optometrists are not even aware of right. in india what they mean by digitization is uh to go on social media promote their website or to uh you know talk to interact to their audiences through a social media platform is what digital means to them most of them right right rather than having a wholesome approach of having a you know fully integrated digital platforms mm-hmm. so here uh, what we have initiated is a, a power talk series right uh Uh, in this power talk series we have been talking to various 
retail as well as uh, AI experts from uh, in, international forums who have helped us develop uh, you know idea or a perspective about how to go about digitization in the retail space especially the eyewear segment nice yeah so we have been sharing these thoughts we have just started uh, with the series mm-hmm. and uh, we have been uh, we have started sharing these with the optician mm-hmm. Here, I actually must congratulate and kudos to the entire team taking this initiative because being a like you know media or a magazine company, it could sometimes be like, why would you do a webinar or a series? What I have seen is uh, there's a lot of series or webinars coming for optometrist, which is so solely focused on the clinical aspect, but the segment that you are focusing is. a very crucial segment in the eye care industry which is opticians and you know uh, that segment would sometimes get a little uh, less info- information about these technologies and these series as you mentioned i think are phenomenal as a concept and with the kind of viewers and the outreach you have i think i would like to congratulate you and the entire team for coming up and you know taking care of this segment of the industry thank you so much now i do know you know building something or creating something from scratch where first of all you were not very even sure of whether you would fit into this background and then you know writing these success stories if you would have to share about like some major hurdles or limitations that came across working in the eye care space what would that be okay uh, most of it was you know the inertia basically i would say uh, talking to a person who is say in the age range of around 50 to 60 and a person mm-hmm. who feels that that person is in, in himself or herself an expert in their field right right so getting to connect with such people is you know a bit difficult uh, where you know you are telling them that you know uh, you are a bit behind right uh, what is happening so uh, now the tone tonality you know and the Uh, content needs to be uh, developed and curated in such a manner that you know this content gets accepted by that audience right right so that was the first major challenge that we were facing second was uh, obviously you know that there is a lot of politics in india india in especially in the uh, field of opticians there is mm-hmm. a lot of and multiple you know uh, this space especially the magazine space has been uh, run by a few major media houses who have been in the industry for about 35 40 years mm. so establishing yourself and placing yourself along with those people has been a difficult task for us at least but i i have to congratulate again the way you shared your success stories i i definitely see those hurdles or the limitations is what your media house has turned it into an opportunity actually i would here you know i would say that you know there has been a phenomenal support from the brand side actually i would uh, really say that you know without their help and without mm-hmm. a few individuals like uh, uh ramachandran ji uh, who helped us uh, develop a perspective so uh, these people helped us a lot uh, a lot actually in the initial phases where we were not even thinking of uh, you know uh, launching a magazine at that right. stage they helped us uh, develop a perspective basically of the industry as well as how to go about it that's wonderful now i actually want to spend a little little time talking about the luxury segment 
as you know we had we did discuss this a little bit offline where you mentioned that the luxury segment in eye care or eyewear is really missing can you highlight a little more and share some insights on that surprising to all actually uh, what i found was uh, during the exhibition that we started curating we found that there is mm-hmm. the luxury element was completely missing from the indian space in sense in the sense that you know the luxury uh, segment eyewear especially brands uh, used mm-hmm. to shy away from exhibitions or shy away from uh, publishing their content in uh, the various magazines considering that the suitability of their audiences and the suitability of the media for those luxury brands was not there that is what i got to know from the interactions which i had with the brands right now uh, this space was uh, very keenly watched by multiple media houses as well as ourselves but uh, there was a you know lack of connect between the luxury brands as well as the audiences mm-hmm. there was no medium available right so we uh, thought of you know it's it's just in the nascent phase as in you know we you know getting the right brands getting the right experts as in uh, mm-hmm. there is a dearth of experts in the luxury space in india you will not find too many people from the luxury segment in eyewear especially you will get luxury uh, uh, experts from right. various other you know garments right. or uh, other accessories watches jewelry but you will not find too many experts from the eyewear segment so mm-hmm. to create content for eyewear specifically uh, mm-hmm. it has been a challenge in the luxury space yes how can an optometrist or an optician contribute to the media in this evolving time probably the luxury segment or the you know the digitalization of the media overall can you share some something that you would want them to you know contribute to see basically uh, earlier on what used to happen was that uh, we used to invite the contributions from various opticians optometrists as well as the researchers students so these these people could help uh, generate content and share it with us and we used to publish it as it is nowadays what mm-hmm. we have started doing is we have uh, developed a list of topics that we would want to cover in the coming editions you know and mm-hmm. we share it with our uh, contributors that these are the topics that uh, we would want contributions on and based is mm-hmm. the contributions we uh, curate and uh, develop that content and surprisingly for us you know uh, in these editions that we have we have been able to generate a lot of interest from the contributors oh nice so we receive entries say around uh, last time it was around 800 in the first uh, digital edition uh, we received about 800 uh, contributions and in the second edition we uh, got contributions above uh, 2400 wow <laughs> that is again taking a lot of time to uh, sort through and find uh, the right content to publish wow but that that is phenomenal like the numbers that you are sharing from 800 to 2400 plus i feel that actually talks about the outreach the kind of content you know uh, you are putting out and what people are actually connecting with so that they would want to contribute and say hey you know what this is what i want to share with the audience so i think this is this talks volumes by itself yeah definitely but then you know i would say that you know it is basically it's a participative medium where uh, people would mm-hmm. want to you know it it's kind of an 
your own magazine where you are yourself reading it and you are yourself helping develop the content right i really like how you mentioned like you know it's your magazine where you are working at an industry together to build it and grow it and share share ideas uh now talking about the future how do you perceive the future of i care media to be in india it has to be more engaging and it has to be the content has to be relevant it it cannot be brand driven it cannot be a narrative of an individual it has to be the narrative of the need of the r basically right so when we are right. talking about issues which are currently uh, you know the current uh, issues which are being faced by the opticians optometrists and the experts on the field and when mm-hmm. when we are talking about even if they are not very popular when we are talking about what the opticians are facing you know and what the optometrists are facing when we talk about those very pertinent issues then automatically it's the talking point right and right. you start uh, you know getting eyeballs you start so uh, if the content is relevant obviously you know that content is going to be consumed absolutely i think that is that is so important that always trying to create more and more relevant content in something that connects with every reader whether it's a fresh graduate or a student who is like probably 20 or, or years old or someone who is 60 years old with you know 30 plus years of experience in the industry and still feeling that you know it connects to them and there's something they can learn from i think that's 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 so true and i think that's why people always say right content is the king whether it is movies or scripts or whether it's uh, media or articles that we're trying to connect with and share with the people I think we did speak a lot about the media and about the work that's done. Now let's go to my favorite segment which I like to call the rapid fire and okay. <laughs> and learn more about just you, okay? So as every every show talk show that you might have seen the rapid fire has just one rule. Quick question requires a quick answer. So that's all I'm looking for. So it has to be rapid and the first thing that comes in your mind. Okay. Perfect. I hope you're going to be gentle on me. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. So are you ready? Yes. All right, starting the rapid fire. First question. Just because you're not from an optometry or a healthcare industry, which media do you prefer more? I care healthcare versus the other industry where you came from. What is your preference now? Still, the preference is uh, with the other industry, uh, not with I care. Okay, <laughs> well, all right. Uh, talking about uh, food, which is your favorite cuisine? I like Lebanese. Ah, interesting. Nice. All right. If you had to share one good thing that happened during the covid time what would that be the launch of the magazine all right i i, I when i actually was writing this question i had this thought in my mind i'm pretty sure this is going to be your answer <laughs> all right wonderful uh your favorite destination uh seychelles oh nice lovely love the beaches all right if because you know you are from the media as well and you actually do webinars but if you had a chance to interview a celebrity live or dead uh, who would that be tarukh khan ah nice <laughs> <laughs> all right what do you do during your downtime i do know you're super busy with every other work that you do but what are your hobbies or something that you do during your downtime i play guitar i play guitar and i, I used to uh, sing also sometimes ah interesting that's right so that's the bathroom singer only 
<laughs> I don't trust that piece, but good to know. Good to know. All right. Uh, next question: If we were to write an autobiography about your about yourself, what would you like the title to be? <laughs> okay, this one is very interesting. You know, I would say that uh, it will be more of uh, you know the changes which occur in an individual over a period of time. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming from the aspect mm-hmm. that you know when I when my when I started off uh, studying, I uh, started off with the uh, aeronautical engineering. I started off with, and then I ended up doing. Uh, Know, computer science in uh, engineering in computer science then afterwards i did my mba and after that a fellowship and then you know started working with the media house then you know if you would see in my bio you know i, I myself at sometimes point of time we get confused you know what i am doing right now <laughs> Well, well, I have to mention that whatever you have touched, you have succeeded, and you know, been a master in it. So probably we should title your your book something like you know, master of all, <laughs> and then we like list of things that you you've been able to achieve. It would be rather you know, jack of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wonderful. But you know, there are, they do say right. There are some things which you, some learnings that you that, that are transitional. So you, whichever industry you work with, if you're passionate and if you put your hundred percent, you can excel. That shows on your on your journey so far. So great. Ideally, what I feel is that you know when you incubate an idea, it that idea would start. You know, uh, it'll take about say three, three to three to about four years time. Right. So when you whenever you incubate an idea my uh, way of doing things is that you know i incubate an idea i develop it into a full scale project and then hand it over to my employees who uh, whom uh, i have hired during this period nice so that's how i i switch on from one project to the other oh so you talk, you and actually, then move on that's that's actually a sign of a true leader so well we have multiple titles for your autobiography now we just need someone to write it all right <laughs> i don't think we have grown into that <laughs> biography could be written no thank you for uh, for this question yeah so last question uh, if there would be one thing that you would like to add or change you know a, for the in the icare industry what would that be i would uh, rather uh, you know want uh, or uh, you know i would appreciate if the optician current opposition starts listening more mm. uh, that is what is lacking in india especially wherein you know even the current students or you the future leaders from the industry i would uh, you know uh, request all of our audiences to be more proactive in listening right and to observe the changes what are happening what i anticipate in the coming future uh, as you know few panelists from our last discussion in the webinar series that we did were uh, for the digital debate uh, mm-hmm. they said that you know in anticipation of what is being talked about your brand your practice by your customers then what your competition is being talked about your uh, by your customers and you know what kind of actions are going to be likely taken by your customers that level right. of expertise is available to certain brands right now if we don't listen we don't observe things we might be a uh, lot 
behind these brands absolutely absolutely i think that's a wonderful point of you know listening and being aware because that can actually help grow and be successful whether you are an individual optician or a optometrist as a practitioner versus like you know a brand by itself i think that's a phenomenal message that you shared now that was the end of a rapid fire as promised i wasn't too harsh or you know no controversial questions i am sure i hope you enjoyed it <laughs> definitely and it was a you know surprising question about the autobiography <laughs> set me thinking you know <laughs> <laughs> that wonderful we're glad i you know we could have some amazing time before i let you go if you would have to share one take away message or your success mantra what would that be i would say that uh, with the changing times we need to change and this change uh, should be positive this positive change right. comes with the habit of observing things around mm. and as i said earlier listening is one thing which needs to be developed as a practice absolutely i think they were wonderful takeaway even though i did ask you for a final takeaway but throughout the interview there was so much to learn from you uh thank you once again for spending this wonderful time with me and sharing the insights about your success stories and how things are changing in india especially in the optical segment i truly appreciate your time hope we uh, are able to bring in that change which is really required absolutely absolutely uh fingers crossed and good luck to your entire team at optician india thank you so much thank you for having me here it's a pleasure Thank you.